0: Welcome to Studying the Song, a podcast to help musical theater actors figure out what to sing and how to sing it so that you shine in your audition, one-woman show, or leading role. My friends, talent and passion are only the beginning. I believe there is freedom in preparation. I believe that when you put in the work, practice the skills, and do the research, something amazing happens. You become so prepared in your craft that you become unstoppable. In this podcast, I want to give you the tools and skills to create a powerful audition book that showcases your artistry and actually gets you work. I want you to feel totally at home reading the musical score of a show, and I want to help you define your unique artistic voice. Consider me your own personal vocal coach in your earbuds, cheering you on and bringing you the reality checks you need along the way. I'm Corey Yamaoka, and I'm so excited to be walking this journey with you. Let's dive in. Hey guys, welcome back to Studying the Song. Today's episode is gonna be a little different than other episodes. Um, It's coming from a slightly different place. I was totally set to like do a whole episode about dissecting melody and talking about like composition structure and how it informs your choices when you're interpreting a song and making it your own, which I know, doesn't that sound like a really great episode? It's going to be, I am gonna do it. Um, but something else just sort of emerged as I was sitting down to record today and I feel like I need to follow it and that's where my mind is at. So, um, it's going to be a little bit more personal. I hope that's okay with you. It's, it's going to be more about, you know, getting back to being yourself, being with yourself. How are you with yourself in the world? How to hear your own voice again, being true to whatever path resonates with you. And it might be a little woo woo, but you know what? I own that. That's part of who I am. And I love that about myself. And I'm always trying to improve and work on my mindset and discover like what feels like the truest, most honest version of living that feels good. Like the thing that I'm going after in life is peace. I want to feel peace in my soul and my spirit I want to feel aligned with the work that I'm doing, the way that I'm doing the work, the people that I have in my life, the relationships that I have in my life. And, um, and that's what I'm going through. So we're going to talk about that today. Um, yeah, it's not going to be five ways to do this or three steps to this success Okay, it's not going to be that episode. So, here we go. Follow along with me. Bear with me. I hope that you will find somebody needs to hear this. It can't just be me. So, let's go. Um, first off, episode 16, my interview with Enrique. I have listened back to it and the sound quality is just not what I wanted it to be. You guys, I'm sorry. I edit every episode myself and I thought I had gotten it to a point where it was working, but It's not at the quality I want it to be. I'm going to see if I can actually go back and rework that episode and balance our two voices so it's a little bit easier to listen to. So if you had a problem with that, my apologies. I'm still working this out. You know, I've been doing this podcast for four months and that's only my second interview. So trying to figure out the tech side of things is sort of a pain in the butt sometimes. So there's that. Um, Number two, which is mainly what this episode's about. I have been reading The Artist's Way by Julia Cameron and this is sort of this is a book that I knew right when I started reading it was going to change my life as an artist and and it has been and I I got it thinking I was just going to read it front to back and you know quickly digest it and see like okay what can this do for me And then when I started reading, you know, she's talking about how this is really a workbook and you're supposed to read one chapter a week and, um, you know, digest the concepts and do the exercises at the end of each chapter. So I said, you know what? I'm going to do this. I'm going to do it the way that she laid it out. And I'm just going to see what happens. And I've been doing it um, there's some things that you have to do every day one of them is something called morning pages it's three pages of just stream of consciousness writing it doesn't have to be good doesn't have to be for anybody else to see it just it gets whatever's in your mind the gunk the weird conversation you had with your spouse that upset you or, um, something you're excited about or just talking about what happened yesterday. Anything that's just running through your brain, it gets you, gets it out on the paper and then it's out of your mind. And I put a little post on Facebook about this and its it, I was saying how it's like when you have a fish tank and you scoop that little net thing in the water and you kind of clean out the algae from the water and then you just pull it out. You're like, oh my gosh, that's so gross. And you You know, you discard it, you're like done with that gunk, and then the water's clearer. And that's exactly what it's like doing these pages every day. I don't want to spend a lot of time talking about it, but that's that. The other thing that you have to do every week is an artist date with yourself. And I have not been successful doing this every week, but you're supposed to do something that is just unstructured you know, like go schedule two hours for yourself and go to a museum that you haven't been to or start taking a walk. And every time you come to the end, you come to a corner, flip a coin to tell you which way to go and just like go on a little adventure. It can really be anything like go to a, a florist, a wholesale place and pick out flowers. Something that feels frivolous purposeless that just is a creative experiment just being in life. And so I have done a few of those but not every single week and it it's like oh yeah there used to be a time when I could do this when I wasn't you know burdened by all of my duty and obligations and my job and my family and all of that like there's responsibilities that we have that we need to keep going and doing every day and you know, we don't get to have that same sort of freedom of time that we had when we were um, in our teens and in our 20s, at least for me in my point in life, that's what it is. Anyway, so the what I'm trying to get to is I have been in the midst of week four and the assignment for week four is called reading deprivation. And reading deprivation means that you eliminate all reading from your daily life within reason, you guys. Okay. I still have a job. I still have to check emails sometimes, right? But to minimize it. And what she's really getting at is like newspapers and magazines and those things that like you bury your head into when you're, um, you know, she gives the example of being on the train and everybody's buried their head in their newspaper and nobody's looking up and looking at each other. And so I think now it would be our phones being on social media and just reading captions and doing the scroll and all of that. So I've eliminated social media as well. Um, and then also podcasts, which are basically audio magazines, right? Audio books, audio newspaper, where somebody's just talking at you. And what you're trying to do is to limit other people's words, in your ears and, and stop that constant influx of data and, and other people's thoughts coming at you. You know, it's like an onslaught every day. We're just like tuned into it, hooked into it. And the idea is that eventually your own thoughts will start to emerge again. And your own words will start to come up and your own voice will start to be heard. And it has been, I mean, I'm on day f- six right now, day five of it. And it's been just wild to see what happens. Um, you know, again, it's kind of like clearing out that gunk. And, you know, this isn't like a bash on social media at all. That's just one element of the things that I'm cutting out of my life. Um, but what I've found it was kind of like when I went plant-based, which I have been for a year and a half now. I love it. And I don't foresee going back to eating animal products, but, um, I mean, do your thing, but this is my thing. And you know, when I first went vegan, plant-based whole food, whatever you want to call it, um, I noticed like the inflammation in my body started to go away. And my joints just like started to slide, like to move easier. Like I was always moving my shoulders around being like, wow, my shoulders are just moving so easy, which sounds silly. And like, before I was eating this way, I had no idea that I even had this inflammation. And then when it was gone, I thought, oh, this is so much more pleasant. Is this how it could have been feeling every day? And that's what it's like with taking out the reading and especially the social media part that my mind, I feel like my mind was inflamed. Like it was just on fire all the time. And now it's like the inflammation's gone and it's just like clear, clear water and calmness. And I'm falling asleep better at night. And um, I just, I'm not in this mad dash and this rush to find something that find that thing that's gonna make me feel like I've I've succeeded or that I'm getting validation. Um, you know, I just I always had my phone next to me. I was always just checking in on Instagram real quick. Do I have another like? Is anybody commented on this? Did someone send me a DM? Like, how many people watch this story? Constantly. And I was like always berating myself, not berating myself, but like, oh gosh, I need to not be doing this because my son Noah has been home with us for most of this year and he's in preschool part-time now. So he's gone for some of the day, but you know, I would have my phone out with him around and I would think, oh my gosh, like I don't want him seeing this. And then when he gets a phone, he's going to be buried and I'm not going to like it. And then he's going to be like, yeah, but that's how you are. Right? So the the hypocrisy was like starting to get me down anyway. So when this reading deprivation chapter came up, I was like, this is it. I got to do this. And I committed to it. And so, yeah. So like the mental inflammation has gone away. And then just also feeling like now there's room for me to have a creative thought. Like I was, I was on a run the first day and usually I listen to podcasts on my run and I wasn't, I was just listening to music and it might've been day two and I'm running and I just am like, wow, those roses are really red today. Oh man, that bird is so blue. And I just like started seeing color. I know this sounds like super cheesy, you guys, but I started seeing colors and noticing things that normally I'm just running right by because I'm so in my head listening to the podcast right? And I'm so like digesting the concepts and my brain is on fire with all the ideas that I'm coming up with. And I'm just totally tuning out the physical world around me. So to take away all of that ideating, all that, I mean, ideating is probably not the word, but, um, you know, living in that world of ideas brought me back to the physical world around me. And then I've also like, find found myself like looking at my husband's guitars and being like, I kind of want to pick up an electric guitar. I kind of want to just noodle around. Like I've had guitars at different times in my life and I've tried to learn them and I just, it never really stuck. Like I, I like writing on them. And, um, but I, I always felt like I had to go through this formal process of learning how to play guitar and it must be an acoustic guitar because that has the, the, um, it's, hard, the strings are farther away from the, this could be a lie, but the strings are heavier and they're harder away from the fretboard. They're farther away. And so you have to press harder. And I thought, well, I need to learn the hardest way because then when I go to electric, it'll be really easy. It's like, why was I putting myself through all these mental gymnastics? If you're interested in an instrument, pick the dang thing up and just start making sound on it. And so I did that this week. I pulled out an electric guitar and I was like, Let's just noodle around. And what's so great is like, it's magic. I don't know what I'm doing on guitar. Like I know how to figure out what the notes are, but when I'm playing, I don't do it. I just, I'm purely just trying out where th- my fingers sound might sound cool on the fretboard. And I'm, I'm just paying attention to very simple, like I can only press a few strings down at a time. So I don't even strum all of the strings. It's super basic and it's so fun to go, back to being a complete novice at something after, you know, being very knowledgeable and professional in piano and voice and, you know, musical theater, auditioning, all the things that I talk about on this podcast, right? Like I have a lot of education in that. And to go back to being like, I have no idea what's happening, but it just feels cool and good and magical. That's what I've been doing this week because I'm not buried in my phone and I'm not you know, researching endless things on online and looking at Pinterest and just like consuming. We've got to stop consuming. I think maybe that's the word that needs to resonate with me now for a few days here. Anyway, um, so I've actually started writing a a couple songs on guitar and like that hasn't happened in ages. So I don't know what's going to happen after this week is done. Do I go back to checking social media do I not I don't know it's really made me think like I need to the, the effects of doing this have been so positive and I've been so much more patient as a mom and so much more present in the moment and I hate that word present because I just feel like it doesn't give it full it doesn't give full justice to what I'm experiencing and what I'm experiencing is then I'm like the absence of the constant reminder, the the absence of the constant, like pulling, pulling on your brain, you need more. This isn't enough. This isn't enough. You need to go look at this. What you're doing isn't enough. You're not good enough. This moment isn't good enough. It should look like that. It's not comparing to so-and-so. Wow. Is that it? I'm just discovering it as I'm telling you guys. The constant running in your brain that what you're doing is not good enough. And this week that has gone away and I'm just enjoying and going to the grocery store and picking out like new melons. Cause they have a bunch of like crazy melons that I've never seen there, like a Tuscan melon and, um, stopping to take picture of a, a rose on my run and picking up a guitar and just, you know, it's not just about being present in the moment. It's about being satisfied in your own life as it's happening and maybe you're already there like maybe you don't experience that feeling that I just described like I do but um, I think a lot of us are so ingrained in it with social media right now we're so looking for those likes we're so checking how many people have watched the stories that it it's like we don't even know how much we're pulled into it and I have justified it because I'm trying to start a business. you right. Like I'm starting a podcast, I'm doing coaching, and this is a way to communicate with people. And there's so many positive things that we get out of doing social media. And I can just, I can follow up with people and like see what they're doing in their lives. And, and that's awesome. Um, but there's something that it does to our brains and I know they're studying it more and more. And I know we're going to I just hope that there's going to be like a mass exodus almost at some point where people are like, I just want to get back into living my life. I just want to be in the real world. So um, so that is my bit about reading deprivation. That's been going on. And in my morning pages, I just, I've been frustrated at certain things. I've been wondering like, where is this podcast going? Um, I have been doing this for four months, like I said. And still finding my way and trying to find topics that I'm interested in, and I think will be helpful. And I just, I feel like I'm getting such good feedback from people about the podcast. And I've gotten a few reviews on Apple um, that show up there. And I just appreciate if, if you've written that. Thank you. Um, but I want to know more about what you're looking for. I want to know more about who you are and how do I connect with you? And a lot of people are like, oh, you connect on Instagram. Uh, yes. Um, But I just, I just want to get to know you better. And I'm trying to figure out, do you want to hear more interviews? Like, where are you at on your journey? Are you in school for theater? Are you just out of school and you're like breaking in and trying to like make a name for yourself and establish your career? Are you a professional that's been doing this for a while? And like, if that's who you are, you're kind of looking for next level concepts, but if you're in school, you're looking for more basic concepts. So those were all the things going through my mind. And I just thought, you know, I don't have it all together. I don't have everything perfect in my life. I'm making this podcast up as I go along and maybe I'm revealing too much to you. Maybe I should be more professional and more, um, you know, put together, but that's what I'm like reacting against this week. I don't want to have this artificial thing happening. I'm on the journey with you. I'm every day trying to make my art and trying to to live a truthful, honest existence. And I hope that that's who you are as well. And um, so, I wanted to share a couple things that I wrote in my morning pages this morning. I know they're not supposed to be for everybody, but this. This was sort of after the obligated three pages, I found out this next thing. And I was like, you know what, Corey, you haven't asked your intuition what you need. (laughs) And I did a podcast episode several back and I was like, listen to your intuition and you will find what you need. And so I just said, all right, intuition, what do you have to tell me about this? What am I needing to do next? And here are some of the things that I was told, told to myself. Number one was let go of everything you've learned about social media. I have been on like a journey learning about social media marketing for the past, I don't know, four years. I've just like, I've watched so many YouTube videos. I've listened to podcasts. I've learned a lot about it. I feel like I went to marketing school just by, you know, absorbing all this stuff. And it gets in your head how you're supposed to do things. And I just am finally thinking, you know what? I just have to let it go. I'm sick of being sold to by other people. I don't want to sell to other people. I just, I want to say, this is who I am and this is what I do. And if you're interested in working together, let's go. That's to the point to which I am selling. Um, Number two, do nothing out of obligation. You know, they say you got to do one post that's about educating and then do one post that's about Relating and then do one post where you offer a sell, you know, blah, blah, blah. And like, don't feel obligated to do it in the steps that they give you, right? Like, I just, I don't, I don't want to believe in steps. Is there a way that we can do it where there's not like these are the rules to be perfect and successful? because I'm a perfectionist. And if you tell me the rules, I'm going to follow them and I'm going to get caught up and go crazy doing it. And that's when I lose my cool. It's when I'm not a good mom. I'm not a good wife, all that stuff. And I'm thinking like, is there a way where, okay, we've learned the tips and the tricks and the how to's, can we let those that go now and just figure out what feels right to you? I was listening to a podcast (laughs) um, a week ago before this week. And it was the, um, the trainer for Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant and a bunch of other superstar athletes. And he said, he doesn't tell anyone what the steps to success are. You know, he's been on a bunch of podcasts and interviews and all that kind of stuff. And people want to ask him, well, what, what are the steps to success? Like, how can you be like Michael Jordan or Kobe Bryant? And he says, there are none. The next step for every person is different. And everyone has to find their own way, you know, to climb to their own success. I'm totally paraphrasing, but that's the impression that it left on me. And I thought, that's it. I've been learning what everybody else's steps were and what they did. And I haven't been listening to myself. So do nothing out of obligation that you're supposed to do this, that you think that's the way it should be done, right? Just do what feels right for you again, I hate that advice usually, but that's what this is. Number three thing my intuition told me, post exactly what it is you're doing and nothing more. Like don't try to make special content for Instagram or Facebook. You should just be doing your thing. And maybe you take a picture or you shoot a video of yourself while you're doing it, or you share part of your process. At least that's what my approach I think is going to be. Just post what you're doing And don't make it like this thing where you have to create all this stuff that's just for social media. I can't do it. I don't have the time. If you're someone who has the time to do that, awesome. That's going to be your style. That's fine. But for me, like there's too many things on my list every day. I I can't do extra stuff. Number four thing my intuition said was stop wondering what you should say. I got to caption this. What should I say? What should I say that's going to make people interested? What should I say that's going to get them to like it? What should I say that's going to get them to comment back so that it goes, you know, the the engagement goes up in the algorithm and more people see it? Who cares? Say what you want to say. Say what's on your heart. Then let it go. That's it. That's all you have to do. If you want to write one word as the caption, cool. If you've got a story that comes to mind that you want to put with it, cool. Whatever's on your heart and then let it go. You want to add hashtags today? Awesome. Not feeling the hashtags today? Don't put them on. You know, it's like there is a real world out there that's not social media. When it's like now that we can access people in the entire world, We feel like it's now our obligation that we should put hashtags on things and reach as many people all over the world, all 7 billion of them, if we can, with our little post and get them to like our stuff. And you know what? It just, that's not real. Have I met people from different countries? Yes. Are there different people? Are there people from different countries, excuse me, that listen to this podcast? Yes. And that is so cool. But I cannot go through my everyday life creating art, teaching, coaching, and be thinking about a complete global scale with every single thing that I post. Because then it becomes me looking at the outside world and judges, or trying to figure out how they're going to judge this thing that I'm putting up. And that's too much pressure. It's too much pressure for me. I have to be me, do my thing, put what's on my heart out there and then let it go. Okay. Number, I don't know, one, two, three, four, five. The fifth thing, be fascinated with things. That's it. Be fascinated with things and then share that journey. Like I was really into plant dyeing. I started putting stuff up about plant dyeing and having conversations and people sending me things about how to create natural dyes out of different plants and powders and all this stuff. And then I would you know, prep my fabric and dip it in the soy milk and the proteins would bond to the fabric. And then I would dip the fabric into the dye that I made by cooking it on the in, in the kitchen in a big pot. And, you know, all this stuff, like I got super into it and I was reading about it and posting about it. It was cool. I really enjoyed it. And I still enjoy doing that, though I don't do it as much right now. Just be fascinated, learn new things, and then post about it. And people will be like, oh, I like that. I'm going to talk to you about that. That's it. We're all just we're all just here to enjoy the journey, not to conquer. Right? We're here to enjoy life, not to conquer. It's turning into a sermon. All right. The number six thing that my intuition told me this morning was let go of the timeline. Just let it go. There is no timeline. How long should the podcast be? 20 minutes, 30 minutes, 45 minutes? Do you know how much I think about that? A lot. I'm always worried, am I gonna have enough content to get it to be 45 minutes to an hour? Cause that's what I like listening to. And I just thought, that's that's the thing that's going through your mind when you're about to record. You should have be- let go of the timeline. Let go of that. That's not what's important about what's being said here. Let go of how frequently you should be posting. Should, right? There's that word on Instagram and Facebook not important. Post when you want to. Let go of promoting things and trying to make that promotional runway that's x amount of months in advance and you got these email sequences preparing people for x y and z and I know that that works. I know that, you know, Target does that. I know I have bought things on, you know, Instagram because I saw an ad that spoke to me and all of that. It works. And if that's your next step, do it. But for me right now, I it's too much for me. I have to let it go. And maybe in six months, I'll pick that back up. But for right now, my intuition is saying, I, that's not, that's not going to make you happy, Corey. That's not going to make you joyful while you're going through this process. Okay, and the number, I think, seven thing that my intuition told me, prove less and be more. Spend less time proving to people that you can do something, that you are something and just be that thing. Just do that thing, right? Instead of like, here's something that came to me this week and all of my reading deprivation and my new clarity of mind. I'm talking about making audition cuts for people. Why don't I just make audition cuts and post them on Instagram and be like, here's this pop song that I just like heard on Pandora yesterday. And I thought this would be really cool for next to normal. And so now I'm going to make it into a little 16 bar cut. And here's what it would sound like. Here you go. You're welcome. And just show people the process and show them what you do instead of telling them about it and trying to prove all this stuff. That's it. Prove less, be more. So you guys, your intuition has so much to tell you if you will just quiet your mind. And I'm not accusing anybody, I'm telling myself here, but I'm saying you because I know you're listening. I know you're on a run right now or you're in the car or you're washing dishes. And some, I mean, if you've been listening, it's we're like 30 minutes into this episode, this must be resonating with you on some level. And I just wanna say that if you're unhappy in some way about what's going on with your life, you have the power to change it, and it can be the smallest thing that will just reset you and make you feel so happy. Um, I just also want to say about you know being a perfectionist, recovering perfectionist, all that stuff. I have never been one to make like the five year plan. It doesn't work for me. I I you know have read that oh you should have your six month and your you know your short term, your midterm, and your long term goals. And every time I've tried to do that, I always end up saying like, yeah, but you don't know what's going to happen, right? You don't know what person is going to come along and be like, oh, I just heard about this program. You should go do that. And then all of a sudden you're going in a new direction. I'm all about paying attention to the little signposts along the way that guide you to the next opportunity. And I have those moments in my life I can look back on very clearly. I will tell you a few of them because specificity is universality. Um, I had a teacher in, you know, I was in ninth grade and I was going to be in choir, but there were way too many people in choir, like 90 people. And they were like, I, we need a pianist in the jazz band. You play piano, right? Boom. I was in jazz band, totally changed the direction of my life. Could never have decided that on my own. I wanted to be in choir, went into jazz band, ended up being in all of the bands, ended up meeting certain people that went to San Diego State before me. I followed them down there. I ended up meeting my husband there, blah, blah, blah. Had a teacher in, I went to San Diego State as a pianist doing classical music actually. And then a teacher there was like, hey, why don't you come accompany for the opera? It's like, opera? Oh, I don't really like opera, but I'll come do it. And that's when I started working with singers. And that's when I started figuring out Ah, I like to be in the land of theater as a musician, not just being a musician doing concert kind of stuff. That same teacher, once I graduated, she said, Oh, there's this children's theater that um, they do summer camps all summer long. The pay is pretty good. Why don't you go be one of their summer school, summer um, camp teachers? And so I did that, and I was getting like $30 an hour, working 30 hours a week all summer long. I was like, this is awesome pay. That was the first thing I did when I graduated school and changed my life. I started working with kids. I started learning how to teach. I got to watch other teachers teach. And that was, that began my education of how to be in front of a classroom, basically, and how to music direct and work with children and play games and do all the things that I love to do with, with you know, the under high school, like the elementary age kids. Um, it just, you, you can't say this is my five-year plan or maybe you can, maybe you're that person. But if you're listening to me, you might not be that person because, um, you know, you want to tune into what the universe is telling you. I'm all about following the leading that God is putting out there for me. There's little steps, you know, there's little stones that he puts out and you follow and you're like, okay, I don't see any other stones. I'm just going to stand on this one for a little bit. I'm going to be here. I'm going to learn what I'm supposed to learn. And then, boop, another stone appears and you step in that direction. You can't predict where it's going to go. So um, what was I saying all that? Oh, because this all relates back to the social media marketing and like making all these plans. And if you want this to happen, you have to do X, Y, and Z to make it happen. And I understand the logic in that and that that is part of the process, but for me personally, I have let myself be overwhelmed and consumed by that, and I want to get back to being an artist sensitive to the world around me. I want to focus on my teaching and my coaching and connecting with students and with you and putting the energy and the artistry and the creativity that God has given me into this podcast and sharing that with you guys. So that's where I'm going. So I'm really in a process of assessing what happens next. I'm still putting out podcasts every week. This one just happens to be a little bit like pulling back the veil and letting you know this process that I'm going through, this journey, this discovery, I think the timing is right four months in to just be like, okay, I'm doing this. Now, what do we do? How does it sharpen? How does the focus come into sharper focus? That wasn't very eloquent, but how does it become sharper and clearer and then thus more helpful to the people that are listening? So that's it. That's what I wanted to share with you guys today. I think next week is going to be that episode about dissecting the melody and what compositionally is going on and how you use that to make your choices as a singer. I think that one's next week. Um, I also have some really great um, folks that I'm going to be interviewing coming up. So that's exciting. I just did um, an audition panel this last week and I met this fabulous, fabulous woman named Maddie, who is a dramaturg and a musician. And we were both panelists and we just like hit it off. And I thought, this is someone who's going to be in my life. This is someone that I connect with, and our pedagogical approach is connected and just like so humble and none of the comp- competitiveness or ego that like can sometimes happen in those situations. And, you know, if you have read Anne of Green Gables, you know all about finding those kindred spirits and that they're rare. And when you, when you see someone who might, you think like might be that you're like, okay, I want to make space for that person. So she's going to be on the podcast sharing some really cool stuff and you know, some other folks that I have as well. So anywho y'all, as always, I want to hear from you. Send me an email, koryyamaoka at gmail, Or studying the song at Gmail. All the info is going to be at the bottom of your podcast notes. It's going to be in the show notes on the website. If you can, leave a review and tell me what's working for you. Tell me what you're looking for. If you've not gotten on the email list, do that. And you can do that at coreyamaoka.com, And then I can start, like, communicating with you and actually getting to know you. Wouldn't that be nice? And I... (laughs) We'll give you my social handles at studying the song and at Corey Yamaoka on Instagram. I don't know if I'm going to keep my podcast handle for very much longer. Woo, That's news. Um, I'm just sort of saying that for the first time right now. So anyway, I'm sounding kind of rambly. What I'm trying to say is I want to connect with you and I want you to thrive as a performer, as an artist. I want you to Feel good about how you're living in this world. I want you to live to like your full, thriving version of yourself, um, because it just is more fun that way. It just feels better, and you become more generous as you do it, and then you're helping other people and lifting them up, and then, and then the world is a better place. And that's, well, I guess, that's why I'm doing this. I want to make the world a better place in whatever way I can. And this is the way that I have figured out to do it right now. So I hope you're with me on that. I will see you next time on studying the song until then be well, be blessed, be healthy.